it's very fascinating to uh, to meet a woman architect you know and uh, you know and that to somebody who's so renowned you know if people don't know you've been in the you've been around for more than 15 years and you've got so many awards and accolades to your credit and most fascinating about it all is that you see buildings not just as buildings you know you see them as something more so uh, you know i want to know about this unorthodox approach of yours uh, to architecture and if you can share your thoughts with us So I don't know, Hiradi, if you had a chance to see one of the TEDx talks that I had given recently in Greece, in which the title is "Can a Building Be a Person?" So the whole idea is that if we start treating our spaces as living entities rather than as brick and mortar, then we can imbibe these spaces with the qualities that we would like to surround ourselves with. So let's say if it's a home we want a home to nurture us like a mother if we are in a school we want the school to be a space of wonder like a beautiful teacher if we are in an office we want the office to enable us to realize our goals and aspirations like a confidant or a comrade or a friend so if we can start looking at our spaces as living entities then we can imbibe them with these qualities and it is not just incumbent upon the architect but also the end user the client that together we are creating the spaces i mean if right. if if i'm creating a space for you you are the creator and i don't want my signature to be on your building it should be your signature on your building so my job as an architect is to be in your shoes and to be as anonymous as possible if i may say and try to bring your personality into the building so right. that is one aspect of how a building can be a person how we can personify or humanize buildings that is one aspect the other aspect is that the way in our yogic culture and tradition we look at a a body which encloses mm-hmm. life within it similarly architecture encloses space within it so the way our right. body celebrates and expresses the life that we hold within the architecture is meant to celebrate the space that it is enclosing so architecture is not the four walls but the space between the walls that is architecture this walls are the building but the space inside is architecture yeah that's a lovely so it's like you know uh, if i want to build a house then it has to be emotionally connected to me and so Absolutely. you do you i think you believe that uh, buildings can be emotionally connected and they can affect the people around you also you sure. know so so one thing is that uh, i look at buildings as manuscripts okay buildings are manuscripts of human evolution so through the ages one thing is that we read the manuscripts that our ancestors and forefathers have left behind and the other mm-hmm. more powerful way is to just see the buildings that they built and it can tell you everything that you need to know about them because their whole life their emotional being is part of their space what they've created So uh, recently yes. I had the opportunity to represent India at the International Green Summit in Rome in which I presented uh, an argument of how buildings impact us emotionally. 
Okay. And they impact us so much. Like over the years, over the last twenty years that I have been building, uh, we have interviewed more than twenty thousand people who have given positive responses of how just entering a space which is in harmony with nature has helped them heal themselves. Right. So I have had right. people who've come to our building site, even when we when it was under construction, but just because of the way the earth, the water, the sunshine, the wind, the greenery, everything was in balance, they would have yeah, taken yeah. a round around the building site for about two hours. And I have heard people saying, "Hamara bukhar utar gaya." Yeah, you know, we were feeling so dull, and now it's as if we've been infused with a fresh lease of life. so buildings impact us emotionally that is 100% true what you said hiradi and the other is buildings affect the quality of human connection okay so there Unfact. is an entire subject called environmental psychology in which you can actually you can look at spaces and say that okay if this is the kind of space then a murder can happen inside this oops yeah buildings impact us emotionally to such an extent that they can actually infuse us with feelings of peace joy love harmony on one hand or of agitation restlessness irritation i mean all of us have seen right uh, that yes. in some places we just don't feel correct we, we just don't you know, feel connected fact, I, with ourselves in, in fact, some places Yes, yes, you're so right. Because I remember that uh, a hotel in Rome, uh, which I, a room I shared with my three friends, had red walls. I mean, red uh, uh, wallpaper, and it was like you know, as if it was so much on us. And the room became suddenly very small, and you know, very. Um, I was not comfortable. Exactly what you say. Certain places you just feel at home, and certain places you just need a light on in the bathroom. you know correct 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 you're so right you're so right and colors yeah. as you mentioned here the colors have such an impact on the way we feel such an impact so yes. as you rightly said if we are coloring our walls uh, this is one uh, suggestion or a tip that i would like to you know share that when we are coloring our walls we have to be very conscious about what is the emotion that we want to have when we are in that space if we want to have emotion of power and passion and uh, you know then you can do you can use these deep red colors and every color has its own place so i'm not being judgmental about any color but when we are in a home we want to be in a different way right we want to really be the best versions of ourselves especially now in covid all of us are, have been at home for so long so we really yes. want our home to bring out the best version of ourselves and we want to then True. carry that forward to wherever we go so colors is one yeah. thing which which even without any architects help every user can you know imbibe that it's just a wallpaper or it's such an inexpensive thing to just color your house again as compared to building a new house which of course not many of us can afford uh, but color is something that i think all of us can afford so that is one definite way in which we can enhance our well being 
that's lovely that's a lovely thought you know and the fact can you share one or two buildings which you consider not just your own but maybe another uh, a few around which uh, which you would consider you know is one of the best that you have seen or some of the best that you've seen because sure, when we sure. go out to for a holiday we always go and visit churches and uh, you know buildings and uh, structures and uh, you know we go to see those things but we never really think uh, about it as you are thinking you know and now sharing with us is perhaps that now when i go to see something i will look at it with a different eye sure you know? sure sure so let me share with you iradi one instant which is very close to my heart it's very intimate for me and i don't think i've shared this before that for the first time when i visited the british library in london it's a very beautiful building i think it's one of the best building best modern buildings in europe although europe has many other old buildings which were 16 17th century which are very nice but this is one of the best modern buildings that i saw in europe and the way one was moving through the building was i understood that when we are talking about beauty beauty is a very high goal there are steps to that goal the first step is cleanliness the second okay. step okay. is order organization okay and the third step is harmony and the fourth step is beauty okay that's so lovely so you can't have a beautiful thing which is not clean which is not organized and which is not harmonious so as i was moving through the building and i was seeing how every aspect of the building the way the books were arranged the way the people were behaving the way the desks had been arranged on my desk there was this little uh, you know this little ledge in which i could plug in my laptop i could plug in the wifi i could press a bell if i needed another book to come to my table it was so organized and above all there was harmony in the space to such an extent hiradi you won't believe and maybe uh, i get very uh, i'm very responsive towards buildings that's why i feel it more but when i was getting my british library card and i was sitting in front of that lady and i really was i actually started crying out of sheer gratitude and joy of the way the building was treating the people wow and i realized that you know to transform one human being one i mean of course people transform people and thoughts transform yeah. people but also spaces transform people so i realized Lovely. how profound impact it had on me i mean can you imagine in a place which is clean organized and harmonious can you imagine that people can get angry <laughs> no you can't get angry can you imagine people feeling weird within themselves you can't so spaces have a role and the reason why indian temples i mean my favorite i mean if if you just start talking to me about indian temples i'll go on and on for hours because i've studied them for so long and i feel that perhaps one of the finest creations of human history is the indian temple because uh, i mean it it works at two levels indian temples the way in indian culture we believe that we are not just a body but we have these 
five koshas, right? The Annamai Kosh, the Pranamai Kosh, the Manomai Kosh, the Anandamai Kosh, and the Vigyanamai Kosh. We believe, and we it's our experience, right? That we are made up of so many different things, our body, our mind, our energies, our, uh, our emotions. So the plan of a Hindu temple, I'm calling it Hindu, not out of any religious significance, because no, I'm very secular and I believe in, I have faith in religions. Uh, but the plan of this temple, actually, if you've seen, you go from one threshold to the other, right? Yes. You keep crossing a courtyard, then you come to a big dwar, then you cross into another courtyard, then you come to another big dwar. So you're actually crossing these koshas. Wow, what a thought. And the innermost sanctum sanctorum, which we call the Darbhagriha, is actually representative of our own soul. Oh, what a thought, Trupti. Lovely, lovely. I mean, so nobody actually see, crossing layers, not of the temple, but of your own being, of your own person. And you are approaching your own highest self. So wow. as the space keeps getting smaller and smaller, the height keeps getting bigger and bigger. So oh. above the Garbhagriha is the tallest Shikhara, which means that you're going within, which is also your height. Amazing. Amazing. Look at, look at this, you know, this is, this, this Trupti has opened my eyes to uh, your conversation with me today has opened my eyes to so many different facets of, of looking at a building, you know, not just a building, any building. You talked about temples, you talked about homes, you talked about uh, the British, uh, the, uh, the library. library. So, you know, uh, I'm sure that you, you, uh, when you look at a building, do you look at it uh, uh, for its architecture or what is the first thing that strikes you? You know, I'm, I'm asking this question, Trupti, in a very naughty way. Do you look at the building and say, oh, if I could have done, I would have changed this, I would have changed this, I would have done this, I would have done that. <laughs> so that, that I think as an architect, one, one has been trained to look at buildings such that you always think that, if I do it, so that yeah. is always there. But the first thing that I look for in a building is, is it an extension of nature? Okay. okay. Because there is so much talk right now, Hiradi, about smart cities and smart buildings. I mean, I am a big believer of technology and I, I do believe that we must be at the cutting edge of technology. Definitely. At the same time, what is the point of having a smart city which does not have birds flying in the sky? True. True. Would you call that a smart city? I mean, today there are cities in China where you have these towers and everything works and it's efficient and it's technology driven and all of that. There are no birds. So, so the first thing that I look for in a building is how connected is the building with nature? Because the way we are going back to the earth at the end of our lives, the building also has to go back to the earth. So how seamlessly, how seamlessly can it go back to the earth? Okay. 
okay that's beautiful that's beautiful now i know why there's a particular home that i want to always go to and you know uh, i have a special place in my uh, brother in law's house which is mine you know like i say this is nobody can bloody sit here when i come to baroda you know that kind of yeah. a thing because yes you're right when you look out you want to see nature you want to see the beautiful birds and you know you mm-hmm. when you start observing nature around you when you're sitting at a window or sitting in your home that's when you actually feel peaceful uh, uh i'm a big champion of this tree this is called the august tree and okay. this tree attracts so many birds and butterflies i mean every single day i have seen every single day i'm greeted in the morning with at least six or seven different types of birds on this tree there are sunbirds then there's a paradise flycatcher there's a golden oriole there's a greater kukul i mean you name it so the tree is itself a living organism it's an ecosystem in itself so True. my job as an architect is to try and design a building like a tree okay lovely so thought so the way the tree is a complete ecosystem in itself i always aim to design a building like a tree that is always the first question that i ask myself whenever i start designing that how can i make this building like a tree lovely lovely mm-hmm. lovely and i'm sure can i ask you a question or are you rushed for time because i know that uh, no, you please, have please uh, go ahead So I just wanted to ask you Trupti that when somebody asks you to design a building and uh, you know we have our own thoughts the client will come with mujhe ye chahiye ye chahiye ye chahiye i want this i want this i want this how do you uh, you know but there are certain things which you through experience can help them to uh, you know change and perhaps for the better so are they very receptive or uh, sometimes you're just forced to go along with the with what they want So I uh so of course clients are of very many types uh, but at the sure. same time for some reason maybe with god's grace or pondicherry is a place which does not allow those clients to come to me uh, <laughs> mainly because maybe we've been in the field for so long for more than 20 years now and uh, people know that this is the kind of work that we do and we believe in and we don't do work that we don't believe in So the fact that the client is coming to us means that he wants something which is connected with nature. So the client may okay. not know that it should be sustainable and it should be eco-friendly and it should not have carbon emissions and all of those scientific jargon he may or may not know but he just knows that he wants something which will make him feel connected with himself with his family with his community with nature he knows this much and that's more than enough for me. Lovely. and it also happens that sometimes wonderful clients come who have their head and heart in the right place but they are just not open to uh you know doing a sustainable building because they feel that well uh, you know the existing building works so why should we do something which mm-hmm. is new and at that time we don't give up on them we persevere and recently one of our clients with whom i'm designing an enterprise incubation center i had started i mean he's a friend of course and i started my discussions with him a while ago and at that time he was like no no trupti apne ko sustainable nahi chahiye and all so i was like we'll we'll <laughs> go with it for now 
but ultimately he turned around and now he has become the champion of sustainability and he keeps saying that you know yeah. buildings must be sustainable we have the sustainable development goals the 17 of them by the united nations and buildings have such a major contribution for that 40% of greenhouse gases are with buildings so you know True. all the small things that we are doing at an individual level can be easily surpassed by one person deciding to build sustainably wow right right absolutely right so prakti uh, before i ask you about the awards and the accolades just one small question uh, we are already in buildings is there anything that we can add like i believe that a pot on every ledge because we don't have place in our house but a pot on every ledge is something i love to believe will help so us beautiful. to feel good you know so in the house in the house i guess one little plant would help wouldn't it in fact i feel that every house must have at least five plants if not anything more like every house okay must have a tulsi for sure yes i mean that's a must every house must have a giloi for sure every house must have some of the other flowering plant so there are okay. every house must have a pudina every house must have a basil So these are some five basic things which are part of your kitchen as well, and you can't wow. imagine how much you will enjoy eating your oregano or your basil when it comes from your own garden. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely agree. So I love it. Can you just repeat the five that I should have in my house, which is suggest tulsi? So of course, is something that is already there. A flowering plant is already there. What are the other three you are suggesting? So I would suggest basil. Okay. Which is which can be used so nicely in Italian cooking as well, and it grows okay. easily as well. Uh, oregano because it has this amazing uh, fragrance. Tell me about the awards and the accolades you won before we sign off. So um, I know there are many people out there who are doing wonderful work. Uh, yes. And so I can't be the only one who uh, you know says that. Uh, i have got these awards on my own because i am standing on the shoulders of so many mentors so many teachers so many colleagues peers friends people who've built my buildings uh, people who've supported uh, through their structural electrical design plumbing design so i can't say that these awards are mine uh, but uh, but what i can share is that uh, yes one of our buildings has been selected by the united nations environment program as a model for sustainable development in india and uh, that made me india's youngest architect to get this recognition from the un uh, i was awarded the woman of pondicherry by uh, uh, by ivan the international women's network and i was awarded this by the governor kiran bedi herself of pondicherry Uh, I had the chance to represent India at the World Youth Congress in Washington DC a couple of years back. Uh, wow. So that was really wonderful. So there was a selection of around 20,000 people from all over India and they were going to select only one or two people. Uh so that was uh, there and of course there are in spite of we being uh, you know uh, a a one point Uh, like a more than a 1 billion uh, people country there are very few people who are actually doing genuine sustainable architecture so that makes us among the top 10 eco architects of india wow wow that's amazing that's amazing <laughs> no no i i i just love the work that you do you mentioned the building which uh, 
uh, which was the building for which you got the award where is this building uh, this is this is a cultural center called sharanam uh which i built for the shri aurobindo society which is the ngo wing of the shri aurobindo ashram in pondicherry and we were a team of people and i was uh i mean i did the whole earthen construction including a large roof everything out of earth so that was <laughs> quite something wow that's amazing that's amazing trupti it's 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 fascinating to talk to you and uh, i know i could go on and on but uh, you 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 need to go i know that so thank you so much for being here and uh, talking to us i hope that uh, we can stay in touch and uh, definitely i'm 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 requesting people who are listening in to please have a look at all the work that she does i was fascinated and i love the two projects that you've done i wish you could have spoken about them but maybe some other time so sure. thank you so much to uh, thank you thank you thank you for being here thank you thank, thank you iradi thank, thank you for you. having me thank you stuff. thank you i love the conversation and good luck to you for everything Thank you thank Bye. you Radhi Thank you for listening to Crossleg with Hira Mehta until we meet again Namaste